everybody, this is Issa Cosette, and you are listening to Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that you didn't know existed, you didn't know you needed, but we are so glad you're here, and every week we have a very special guest, and this week we have Black Rhythm all the way from Puerto Rico. Yes! Hey! Black Rhythm has always been doing some dope things out here in Puerto Rico. His sounds is moving with his culture and his message, and I think it's important that he's able to just, you know, not only just use his mouth to share his message, but to share the story of what he's recently been working on, what he has in the future in store for us. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself, what's up? So pretty much Black Rhythm uh, was born out of uh, a, what I consider to be a pretty random event. Uh, it was about seven years and, and some change ago mm-hmm. where I was, uh, I was a college student, psychology student over here in um, Rio Piedras campus. And um, I was, I turned on YouTube mm-hmm. to, to use music as kind of a background as, as I studied, right? And uh, I saw this beatbox guy by the name of Joel Turner, which I later found out is the first ever beatboxing world champion mm-hmm. from Australia, and he was performing at the Sydney Opera House in his country, and I got so enamored mm-hmm. with what he was doing. At the time, I didn't know beatboxing was a thing, was a concept attached to What type it. of music or, you know, did you listen to before you got into beatboxing? Well, I, I, so I grew up pretty much listening to um, reggaeton and some of the, some of the genres that influenced the birth of reggaeton, things like soca and calypso and, and, and dancehall, reggae, mm-hmm. um, and a little bit after that, like in high school, when I became bilingual, I went to an all-English school, so I started meeting a lot of people from the States. I, I made a lot of friends from the States. So I started listening to a lot of American music. Uh, Usher, Neon, <laughs> pop, yeah. pop, R&B. Uh, like uh, throwback R&B, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. some some of that, Bright Might Night type of thing. Yeah. So really, uh, really, at that point in my life, I really started to expand on the, the sounds that I was listening to because I had a particular friend mm-hmm. by the name of Richard Lopez, shout out to Richard. Shout um, out. He is a musician, okay. he's a drummer, he plays the violin, some other instruments, and m- he was really influencing what I was listening to. At first, it was a lot of pop, R&B, more of a mainstream American music, okay. and then when he started studying music, I started getting introduced to a lot of really crazy jazz musicians, funk musicians, bands. And then beatbox came in. And then, right, and then beatboxing sort of came along. And uh, at that point, I had already entertained the idea of some, of, do, of, do, of doing something artistic, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily as a profession, but as a as a hobby, as an escape right. to the thing that I was really into is was sports. Like I'm very much, I grew up being a sporty dude. Yeah. Uh, basketball, swimming, soccer, baseball, exactly. boxing. Like I did all that. Um, basketball and swimming being my my main two sport. main sports. Yeah. And and my dream was to be a pro ball player mm-hmm. when I was growing up. So uh, music, doing music wasn't really on my radar right. um, and then you were studying psychology so, right psychology yeah I did at the that. time yeah so like 
to get into the arts later in life is just like a whole 360. But do you feel yeah, yeah. complete now that you're in music, or do you feel that past has made you who you are? Oh now? yeah, for sure. Um, I always talk about how there's a bunch of things that I learn in my journey as an athlete mm-hmm. that are central to my story as a human being and as an artist. Number one, um, sports allowed me to foster a kind of self-discipline, consistency, mm-hmm. and um, overall physical health that allows me to perform at a high energy level yeah. today. So that's so that's number one. So this this um, fostering of the body, this intimate relationship with the body, mm-hmm. is simply that I have now is a continuation of what I had when I was an athlete. Right. Um, all that training. All that training and just getting to know. Because I also study physical education, so okay. I I was very interested in, in just the body and its capacities and its limits and all these things. And so so that's sort of a legacy. Thing, trait that I have mm-hmm. that sports left me right that's number one so on, on, on another side I think sports allowed me to become autodidactic in the way that I that I learned things because beatboxing I'm pretty much self-taught mm-hmm. and pretty much every beatboxer in the world up until 2019 is largely self-taught YouTube tutorials there's some classes here and there but it's usually a process of of self-discovery and and, and, and and self-realization of whatever sounds you can do yeah. and etc. What's so, the craziest thing that you found that you could do with your voice? Well, um, I can do uh, a bunch of sounds at the same time. Um, I can do them really fast. I think, I think, generally speaking, I would say it's the ability to make really convincing music with with just your voice i think i think the concept of that is still pretty incredible like somebody for somebody to be so interested in in the sound of my voice for 10 minutes for 20 minutes for 30 minutes right a for, whole show for an entire show mm-hmm. and for people to actually be engaged with it right for people to to actually choose to not listen to other things and not do other things to stay I think that in itself is crazy because um, it's organic, right? It's with mm. your, it's a low budget, mm. right? It's with your body, and so so I think I think that was the main thing that drew me into the art form mm-hmm. because at the time, at the time I was looking for something to take my mind off all the things that I was doing at the time, which was I was studying as a college student. I had a I was, I was in a relationship, I was playing basketball, yeah. I was training, I was working out. So there was a lot of external pressure that I had and I was looking for something to take my mind off of sports because I was on it all the time yeah. or, or academia for that matter. So my friend Richard had an idea that I should learn how to play the drums when I was in high school, but my family didn't, didn't really have the budget to get me a drum set mm-hmm. so when I first saw that that guy beatboxing I said oh okay so so this is pretty cool and I don't have to pay <laughs> for the instrument to even get started and I could do it anywhere so perfect 
<laughs> exactly. Um, Can't beat it. Right. And so, and so I started. So right after that, I checked some YouTube tutorials and I was on my way. Right. So now that you're seven years in the game, um, what are you currently working on? So right now I am uh, the director of a urban arts and educational a cultural exchange program called Areito, Areito Hip Hop. Um, we just finished uh, our first uh, Areito Hip Hop summer camp and uh, we had a chance to impact about 50 kids in El Buen Concepto in Diopiera. It was a lot of work but it was definitely uh, rewarding and, yeah. and, and fulfilling just to see to see the kids learn how to beatbox, how to rap, how to dance, uh, how to draw graffitis and all these things and um, just providing an alternative for them. Space for them to release, to express themselves, to right. realize their creativity. I saw like an article um, recently that was talking about how like theater is a way for people to um, heal like mental trauma. Right, so like, I don't think. Well, now certain spaces are allowing the arts to create, to heal, to express. But before, I don't think we used to spend that much time. Everything was just you know the history, the math, and the sciences, right? But now, um, I think it's beautiful to see how creative people are, and even for me to come to Puerto Rico and see so many people super talented. That everyone's like an artist here, and it's just yeah. like I think it's beautiful because it's like. Um, even if it's not something they they use as their like you know daily big income, their hobbies and they're great at it. They're like, oh, it's just something I do on the side. And you guys are like experts. And, I'm, and I'm like, dope. <laughs> exactly, yeah, naturally. Yeah. We 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 definitely have a, a a history of a lot of Puerto Rican artists that have really contributed to the overall cultural landscape. So for me to and 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 I uh, see myself as contributing right to that cultural landscape For locally sure. through mm -hmm. beatboxing because I mean obviously I'm not the first uh, uh, beatboxer that comes out of Puerto Rico but I am uh, I am contributing to the professionalization yeah. of the art form and and creating systematic opportunities for beatboxing whether it be through education education will be one of the ways mm -hmm. right and also through um, performance content creation mm -hmm. Etc. Judging uh, in the case of right now, I, I just a couple months ago, I produced the 2019 Puerto Rican Beatbox Championships. Okay. Uh, because I'm also the president. Open of, to what age groups? Is it free for all or? It's free for all. Uh, you could be any age. Any age and, and perform and participate. Okay. You, what you do is you do it. You do an, an, an elimination, and then uh, we choose 16 uh, competitors. And then they battle it out for okay. the title. The thing is, um, uh, we haven't gotten really to sixteen yet. So what we do is, if it's either four, eight, or sixteen. Right. This year we had eight participants, which is which is the highest number that we've had so far. Okay. And everybody was good. Yeah. So the comment. So that was, Who was the winner. Yeah. Kid by the name of Jonic. He's from, okay. He's from Carolina. Okay. And he's a 2019 beatboxing champion in Puerto Rico. So now, now uh, I'm getting uh, sort of like a delegation together mm -hmm. to represent Puerto Rico at the second Latin American beatbox oh, championships in Santiago, Chile, uh, that, yeah. that, uh, in November. Mm -hmm. um, so 
So Jonex, myself, and some other beatboxers that have won titles in the past, because that event has been going on for six years now. Okay. It was, it, this year was my first year doing it. Uh, my, like I produced the whole thing, I was, I was a judge, and then I did a special showcase. Which was interesting because it's cool for me to see another generation of Puerto Rican beatboxers rising, yeah. coming along. How is their sound different? What are they What are they doing? Well, it's a lot of, um, so the overall aesthetic of beatboxing now is dominated by electronic dance music. Okay. For, and, and within the beatbox scene, I would say trap music, trap, beats, sounds are really dominating the way that people beatbox. Okay. So there's a couple sounds. So Can you give me some examples? Because it's like, we don't know. What is the trap? Yeah, so it's a... Uh, so you have a lot of like uh okay so that type of that type of type of type of type of music really dominates and it's and it's it's bassy it's Strong, like it really makes the sound system. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of beatboxers that are doing that, and mm. and 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 in Puerto Rico, it's no exception. Like okay. like uh, some of these beatboxers are really influenced by some trap DJs that I don't really know the names yeah. of because I'm not really into that that much. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's slowly becoming an influence, um, and. And there are certain sounds like the lip roll, um, which is really, it's a really bassy sound, has a lot of variations on it. There's a lot of high pitch sounds as well mm-hmm. uh, that beatboxers nowadays are doing. Um, and so I would say that generation, right, of 17, 16 year old beatboxers, they listen to a lot of EDM, a lot of death step. Okay. Uh, which is a, which is a variant of dubstep. Okay. Freedom, which is another dubstepy type of music. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that happening around. And when you see the people that win the battles internationally, mm-hmm. there's a lot of that happening. Internationally speaking, though, the the palette of influences is a little bit is a little bit more. Uh, out there because now beatboxing is pop Mm -hmm. you know people are singing and beatboxing at the same time it's it's have you done that a little bit okay um it's um people are really not only composing the music the sound and the the track but some people are taking that step further and actually writing down lyrics okay original lyrics that they sing as they accompany themselves vocally right um you know and now beatboxers are uh, doing albums and singles and do you see that for yourself yeah i'm on spotify uh, yeah okay <laughs> well we gotta make sure we listen to that uh, i didn't know that actually because yeah. i've only seen you guys perform well, you and you know yeah, 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 perform yeah. live um, but definitely, I will check that yeah, out. That'd be dope. So that's happening. Be bunches are dropping singles, EPs, albums. Um, they're collaborating with other beatboxers, 
and they're making songs or making arrangements. It's a lot more musically inclined these mm-hmm. days. And that has to do with how musicians, certain beatboxers were musicians prior to becoming beatboxers, mm-hmm. and they are using all that knowledge and impregnating the art form mm-hmm. with that musical knowledge. And that has changed the way that we appreciate beatboxing yeah. in the community. Like, so it's not, it's not, uh, it's no longer about just sound, right? Or accompanying people. Mm-hmm. It's also about making a track that has listenability and replayability. I'm just thinking about when I first got like heard beatboxing is like definitely in like the past hip hop, like in the beginning freestyling <laughs> and stuff like that. Exactly, and then that was it. I didn't hear anymore. Like to me, until I like saw you performing, and I'm like, yo, this is dope. So I think it's interesting that you're keeping this like form alive, right? And it's helped you not only just revive yourself, but connecting the others and opening up space for many people, not only just in Puerto Rico, but like you said, internationally. And I think that's the part um, that we can't forget that these arts are international things, and it connects us in so many different places and so, with so many different people. I went to the to the world. Uh, I'm the first Puerto Rican to represent us at the World Beatboxing Championship. That's dope. In Berlin uh, last year, back in 2018. And it was crazy to meet more than 500 beatboxers from 55 countries all together. It yeah. was like, it was like the beatboxing. <laughs> it was like beatboxing United Nations t- type of thing. Yeah, there was there was people represented from every single continent. Damn. On Earth, somebody was there, mm-hmm. and um, for you to be able to to represent a space of land that is not. No, in a national, like people like, know Puerto Rico. Y'all be trying to act like yo, Puerto Rico's so small. Don't sleep. No, but but it is though. Like if you, it is, but it's if so you, big. If if you ask anybody that lives outside of Puerto Rico, like 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 when I went to Berlin, when I went to Colombia, when I went to Peru, and you ask where is Puerto Rico, for example, mm-hmm. it's uh yes, you might know you might know who Bad Bunny is. <laughs> you might know who Osuna is, you might know who Ricky Martin is. But you don't know much about the country. Yeah. Right? One time when I went to like I landed in Ghana and some I was like this, the man was like, Oh where are you guys coming from? We're like Puerto Rico and he's like, Oh, is that the place by Texas? And we're like, No, that's no, not far so far. <laughs> yeah. So what happens so what happens is, um Puerto Rican artists, and in this case myself, going to Berlin, allowed me to contribute to the overall visibility yeah. of Puerto Rico and outside outside of the traditional, which is more more of like the reggaeton type of artist. Right. Um, and that was great. That that was that was great because it has social implications but also economic implications like when you one of the reasons why the u.s is so well off economically is because everybody wants to go there mm-hmm. and there's a lot of events cultural events sporting events that happen in the u.s and that creates massive massive amounts of revenue and visibility for the artists for the athletes for the even for the academics uh, it happens that way so so anytime that i have an opportunity to make Puerto Rico more visible on an international stage is something that not only adds to me, to my visibility as an artist, to the visibility of 
the art form that I'm mm -hmm. preaching, so to speak, mm -hmm. but also to the space where I come from. Definitely. That's so true. That's the right comment you for that. Um, I know you're going to do some improv for us today. Yes. Yeah, so let's play with your sound. You know what you like, what you don't like. and I'm actually going to... All right, so I'm about to share something that's been on my mind lately. Um, working on some new material. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut up and I'm gonna start. trying to keep up with you like oh my god she breathing oh like that's so fire really thank like you it. no i love it it's just like yeah that one that one's called uh latidos which is spanish for for heartbeat mm. um, so the idea is um is uh wow it's a track my heart is racing actually by the way <laughs> also so it's a track about somebody Sort of like the beginning of a life. Mm. That's why it starts with the heartbeat, with mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. and goes a little slow, and then it goes a little, a little, a little faster. You know how a heartbeat goes, right? Mm -hmm. So if you notice that, so uh, what it is, I accelerated that tempo, and I made the, which is the like sound of a heartbeat that's going a little faster maybe when you, maybe you're exercising maybe you are listening to your music doing some type of <laughs> you know, doing some type of physical activity that gets your heart going right so the, so the concept is okay the track evolves and it gets added different sounds and different riffs and different parts and that is analogous to a life that's developing mm -hmm. right um, and then the melody comes in, and then there's a part that's a little bit more bassy. So the evolution of the of the track starts with a heartbeat, and then it goes back to it mm. at the at the end, right. right? So which is the which is the which is um which is the end of life. So what I'm doing is uh, when I go 
slowing down, so it's it's fading away, right? Mm. And then you, which is what we call el suspiro. Mm -hmm. You know how the Bible talks about that last breath. Mm. So what I'm doing, so that sound that I'm that I'm using is completely on purpose to sort of finish the track. So you know, you finish the light, so you finish the track. Boom. So it's so it's it's conceptual. That's I'm just like that was a poem. Would you you don't even know? It's just like life is beautiful. Art is beautiful. And I'm glad coming soon. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Definitely check them out on Spotify. Black Rhythm, how are you on your way? Barefooted. Mmm. And, uh, I'm definitely walking. And, uh, without necessarily a clear idea of what's the final destination, mm -hmm. I'm definitely going with my mind open to new experiences along the way that I might not that I might not um, have foreseen when I started mm -hmm. walking, right? Um, and you know what? I'm going. I'm not. I'm not going at it alone. For sure. It kind of felt like it started out that way, but then sort of along the way, I met some people. Yeah. And those people sort of started walking with me. Mm -hmm. Or or even. And, and some of those people were already walking, mm -hmm. like they already had, exactly. like they've, they've already been on the road exactly. for, for a while. And I just simply catched up mm -hmm. and we just kept walking together. Exactly. So it's a lot of, so it's a lot of that. So it's slow. Walking barefoot, exactly. So, it, so it's slow. It's a slow walk. You know, when we walk barefoot, it's like, hot <laughs> mm -hmm. the asphalt hurts yeah um, you gotta ground yourself yeah so it's slow it's a slow walk it's um because you also have to be mindful of whatever it is that you're stepping on mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. you don't want to step on something that might be unhealthy for you right so it's slow and it's also non-linear so it's not, not necessarily walking on like a like highway right it's very much Your city yeah so it's you take a right then <laughs> you, you end up in the desert then right. you end up and then you get to the palm tree and then you got to go mm -hmm. around and you go back exactly. so it's so it's pretty non-linear um and it and it's also but it's not it's not um rush your pace sometimes it's pace it's a pace sometimes i Sometimes I sit down. As a matter of fact, I try to look for spaces of time where I can sit down. Yeah. It's so, needed. Oh, I've been telling people you gotta take that self care because you can't. And sort of take it, take it all in. How am I feeling? And what what are the results of what you're doing at the moment? Do you do do you still believe it? Do you want to do you want to do something else? Right. Is it important? Revivation. Yeah. So it's uh, I would say those those elements characterize the way that I'm moving along. And you're moving just fine. Please tell my wonderful followers when listeners 
And where can they connect with you and listen to your great music? Well, they can look me up as Black Rhythm, literally in every social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify. We also have a website Mm -hmm. recently, uh, blackrhythmbbx.com. Show him love. Uh, And uh, we also have... And on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube as well. Black Rhythm, pretty much anywhere. Um, Go to the website and you'll go to the events section and then you'll see every single show, screening, workshop, whatever exactly. that, I'm, that I'm doing, trip. Um, I'm also going to be uh, traveling soon. Check him out, Mr. International. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing awareness, culture, music, and love to Puerto Rico, to the world. Thank you so much for thank this Thank you, thank story. you, and gracias a ti. Hey, he's so dope. We're so blessed. I'm so blessed um, for you guys to continue to tune in every week and just support these wonderful guests, my friends, you know, my people. Um, This is Issa's Way. Y'all be blessed.